Hey, what's going on, Redskins addicts? It's your host, Rod, and we are back with episode 37, the Gerald Riggs pod uh, with Redskins addicts. So Gerald Riggs, a little bit about him. He was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the 1982 draft, uh, spent a couple years there. He left Atlanta as their all-time leading rusher with 6,631 yards uh, prior to his being traded to the Redskins in 1989. Now, his numbers with Washington, they weren't really that stellar. He ended up finishing his career uh, with Washington. 38 games played, uh, seven starts, <clears throat> excuse me, 1,557 rushing yards and 21 touchdowns. And here's a quick snippet from his Wikipedia and or Phil's uh, mind, because Phil knows a lot. That's uh, kind of opened our <laughs> eyes during the pregame, so uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. But, hey, his, his final year with the Skins in 1991, uh, he rushed for 248 yards and 11 touchdowns, um, assisting the team to a 14-2 and record. Uh, a quick little kind of quirk thing about him that's kind of cool to read about. He was the only player in NFL history to rush for 11 touchdowns and fewer than 80 attempts in a single season. So he was our short yardage back, uh, but he was very much part of that 14-2 success. Uh, so he went on to rush for four touchdowns in the in the Redskins' two playoff games, and then he had another two touchdowns in the Redskins' 37-24 win over the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl twenty six. And that was the last game he played in. So his his six touchdowns at the time uh, were a postseason NFL record, and I believe it still stands. And uh, I got to see two of them. Yeah, that's I was that's awesome. The, man. I was at the I was at the Falcons uh, Redskins divisional playoff game. That his second touchdown that game, which put him up by seventeen, it it, it iced the game in the fourth quarter. Was that the seat cushion? Yeah. That was the seat cushion game. Yep, that was his that was touchdown. Jerry. Yep. Gary coached back then, Glenville. Yeah, Glenville yeah. was there. Was they put up a lot coach. of hype before that game too. They had Deion Sanders and the Vander yes, Holyfield. Uh, MC Hammer, MC Hammer <laughs> yes. was there. MC Hammer was on sidelines. Everybody. Oh man, that's that's. Uh, you know what's crazy? I wish I wish I had known that that they were on the sidelines of that game when I was a kid because that would got me extra hype. You know, because I had just turned I had just turned eight. You know, like MC Hammer, Hammer, Hammer was, was everything shit in the world. He was life. <laughs> That's and awesome. I was a Holyfield fan, still am. Yep. So that was that was pretty damn sick, man. But yeah, shout out shout out to Gerald Riggs, man. Uh, you know, you you helped us. I I, I still believe that that uh, that '91 Super Bowl win team was the greatest uh, professional football franchise of all time. Um, not only Redskins, I think in, in league history, that team was just oh, yeah. incredible. The way they moved the ball, um, Can so, do yeah. it all. Yeah, could do it all for sure. So it's, it's it's definitely a nice smile when you think about that team. As we fast forward, gentlemen and listeners, we now look at the Cowboys game that we're going to face on Thanksgiving morning. So the last time we played these Jokers was the 25th of October at FedEx Field. Uh, they came to Washington and we we beat them down 25 to three. Um, we saw Andy Dalton get knocked out that game. Uh, Cowboys, you know, were held to 142 total yards of offense. Uh, 59 passing yards and 83 rushing yards, and only averaged 2.6 yards per play. Uh, the Washington defense was was dominance, man. Uh, dominant, rather. We ended up sacking their quarterbacks a total of six times, intercepting one pass. Um, but a little bit of a preview for this game. Both teams are currently 3-7, and seven, and oddly enough, this is a worst place, excuse me, a first yeah. place game for both teams, so uh, or worst place, yeah, it's the it's, losers in worst place. <laughs> it, absolutely, it's a it's a hell of a division to be in. So we know the preview. We know we beat up on them when they came to DC a, a couple of weeks ago. So, gentlemen, I'll I'll just jump into the next topic. How do we match up with the Cowboys? And you you can't really look at our week seven matchup with them. 
you got to look at recent play in the records. They're both abysmal for both teams, but uh, personally me, I think the Cowboys are playing a little bit better in recent weeks. Um, so Phil, how do you think we're matching up with Dallas uh, come tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon? Um, I'll be honest with you or yeah, tomorrow afternoon, four o'clock or four thirty or whenever, just when I'm going to sit down and eat. Um, I'm he, eating before then because he, I don't want heartburn. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, only, it's only me and my dad since we're we're, we're recovering COVID guys. Uh, understandable, understandable. <laughs> so we're just doing ham. No, no turkey yeah. coma. Um. Anyway, um, how how we match up well with them? I think they look the Cowboys we saw in October aren't drastically different from the Cowboys we're going to see now. They're playing better. I think they've adapted better to Andy Dalton at quarterback as opposed to Dak Prescott. Two totally different styles of play. Um, but at the same time, even though both they're playing better, we're playing better overall than we were in the previous games leading up to that Dallas game. We'd only had one good game leading up to that Dallas game in the previous three. And that was the, the Giants game the week before. Whereas I think that even though we haven't had a great record, we're, we've been competitive with teams that, you know, are in the same league as we are as far as their record and everything else. Teams that have some bright spots and some really weak spots and just overall aren't great this season. We're in the same boat and we've been at least competitive. Dallas had, you know, they, they called they, you know, they, they almost snuck one on, on a sleeping Pittsburgh. You can tell Pittsburgh was thinking way ahead, way past that game. Um, but they couldn't pull it off. And, uh, you know, they, they looked competitive last week. So I think that they're in this kind of a similar boat as we are, but I think that we carry maybe just a little more momentum heading into this game than they do. So, I think we match. I think it's a pretty even matchup. I don't think we're going to beat them down like we did the last game. I think it's going to be a much closer game, but I do think we're carrying a little more momentum heading into this week. I think we have a little bit better concept and idea of what we're going to do as a team. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I could, I could, I could definitely vibe with that. Uh, Steve, how, how you feeling, man? You, you think you, you kind of in agreement with Phil? You're going um, a different way. No, I actually, I'm going to respectfully disagree on the last statement anyways i think they have the momentum coming in this game they i don't think they're we're going to see the same team that we saw last time i think we're going to see a dallas team that's fired up it's ready to play all that crap they took in the beginning of the year who's in the locker room man look at their last three games they um so last week they they won against the vikings and it was a a pretty solid win you know kirk I hate to say Kirk threw up good numbers. <laughs> That's what Kirk does. Three touchdowns, 300, one interception. Um, they had their bye week the week before that. And then they they almost beat the Steelers 24 to 19. And the Steelers are the number one team in the NFL defense, defensively. That, and that and they almost beat them with a backup, not Ben DiNucci, but um, what's the other guy's name? Gilbert, I think his name is. Garrett, Garrett Gilbert, I think his name is. Yep. So what what Dallas has done is they've gone back to Dallas football with Ezekiel Elliott. What I mean by that is their last three games, they've 
they've run the ball like they should be running a ball with Zeke. They've had like 180 yards, 144 yards, and their time possession is way up in the in the mid mid to high 30. So they're doing what they that, what they should do, what Dallas should do when you have Ezekiel Elliott, and and I think we're going to be challenged to, to to stop that run. I think past events will be fine, um, <clears throat> but I think stopping that run will be will be. I don't know if it'd be a challenge, but it will be what they need to do um, to be successful. Cause we know, we know their players. We've seen them before. Andy Dalton's back. He's healthy. You know, it's, it's, there should be no surprises. I think it will just be about, it'll be about coaching. I think game planning. Yeah, no, I, for me, man, it's uh, I, I kind of, I look both ways. So I kind of a, I guess a hypocrite. Like I, I, I agree with you a little bit, Phil. I agree with you a little bit, Steve as well. Um, it's it's odd to look at a three and seven team going against a three and seven team and say, hey, this may be a trap game, um, but it, it just. No, I know I'm the the ominous one on the pod. You know, I, I really don't have much faith in this team, um, but I think that there are some fans, there may be some personnel on a Redskins roster, Washington football team roster that may say, hey, we beat the hell out of these guys a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're going to go do the same thing, and I think that you still have to approach the Cowboys just as a, a divisional foe. And those games are always really hard to call, uh, at least for me, um, because you never know um, who you're going to get. You know, there's, there's been seasons where the Cowboys went one in 15 and their only win was just against, you know, the Washington Redskins. So um, they're going to come out fighting. They're going to come out sw- swinging. Um, you know, obviously we know that their, their strength and conditioning coach uh, or coordinator, Marcus Paul um, passed away Tuesday, tragically at the age of 54. Um, yeah. So if there's going to be a team, you know, definitely have yeah, love and respect to him. You know, I, we all talk trash, um, but life is, is completely different. So, you know, uh, prayers and well wishes to the Paul family for sure. Um, but I think the Cowboys are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, man. They're going to want to win that game, um, not only getting first place, but for the memory of their coach, man. Uh, memory of the dude who, who stretched them out, who, who got them strong and got them, you know, physically ready to play a game uh, week in and week out. So, I'm expecting a dog fight, man. Um, yeah. I think we match up well. I think our defensive line is better than our offensive line. Um, I think our offensive line kind of mirrors their defensive line. And I think that, you know, they always say war is won in the trenches. Um, so that's where my focus is going to be tomorrow. And um, if we can hold Ezekiel Elliott to three yards of carry, two yards of carry like we did a couple weeks ago, you know, I think we'll be in good places. But uh, definitely, definitely an interesting game. Uh I mean, he's only averaging three point nine on the season, but he started out hot, and then they had a four 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 game just poop. You know, uh, it, finally... it coincides with that going out. Yeah, it, it does because yeah. I think they fed off each other. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I feel you. Yeah. So uh, with, with that, you know, Washington football team wins this game. If you know, where, where where do we stand, uh, Steve? Where where, where you? Yep, I, I, you just said it. I just said it. I think it's if they can if they can control the running game because Dallas's game is is. When, when they're healthy, when they're flowing is the run and they feed off the run into play action and they dominate time possession. So I think if we stop the run, um, we'll be successful because that makes Andy Dalton have to beat you. And I think that's how we, how we win this game. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'll jump in before we let Phil close it out. But I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to win this game if we get pressure sacks, you know, or, or pressure – Pressure picks, you know, the, the defensive line is is causing the secondary to look much better. Um, so I, I just want to – I want to double the interceptions from last game, so two. 
um, get two picks. I think that will be a good indicator of us winning the game. Um, that means that we're putting pressure on. Let Chase get a, a sack or two. Kid needs it. He's been playing exceptionally well. It's more than sacks. Um, but just to get the, the naysayers um, out of his head, if anyone's in his head, he seems to be pretty even even kilted right now. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what I would like to see. You know, get 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 to the quarterback like you did a couple weeks ago. Uh, keep him under pressure. Don't allow him to just sit back. Andy Dalton, for you know, is, is still an NFL quarterback. He can still uh, pick you apart if you give him time. Um, so I think both teams are kind of on an up and up, and whichever defensive front plays a little bit better, I think you're going to uh, see the victor. So, uh, Phil, how you feeling, man? Well, Washington football team wins if they do two things, because I'm going to point out two areas that Dallas is weakest at. One is they solidly win the turnover battle. Did you know that Dallas is 31st in the league in giving away the ball mm. and they are 29th in the league in takeaways so they're horrible at both they actually are at minus 12 10 games into the season on turnovers thanks yeah wow. so that's something that we need to focus on is winning the turnover battle yep the other thing is is that we need to have a healthy dose of the run <clears throat> antonio gibson Dallas is 31st in the league against the run. They are allowing almost 154 yards per game on the ground. We need That's to eclipse that. We need to go after it, man. Yeah, Hopefully, Scott Ferris made 4.9 yards a carry, bro. That's almost five yards a carry. That's, that's crazy. Now, man. remember, we'll pass. last time we'll, we'll we pass. played them. Peyton Barber is going to take the first uh, snap for, for the Washington football team tomorrow and drive us all nuts. Just, just, just yeah, you know, that's because that's just, just to piss Ellie off. Just to piss Ellie off. Uh, <laughs> no, remember last game we played them. Peyton Barber did have ten carries, by the way, in the last game we played them. But uh, last time we played them, listen to these stat lines. Kyle Allen, remember him? Um, only threw for 194 yards on 25 pass plays. However, listen to these run stats. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries for a buck 28. Peyton Barber had 10 carries for 34. He was closing out the game. And J.D. McKissick, five carries. Look at that, J.D. McKissick, only five carries for 35 yards. We ended up putting up, God, what was it? Um Definitely 208 yards rushing See. on the Cowboys. That's it. On Cow 39 carries. Your path to victory is pretty simple. You run the hell out of the ball, and you don't turn it over. D Dallas will find a way to turn the ball over. They've turned the ball over almost every single game this season. In fact, not only they turned the ball over, almost every single game this season. In fact, they've only failed to turn the ball over one time in one game this season. And that was their first game. Um, out of the nine games out of ten where they've had turnover, seven of those games they've had multiple turnovers. Yeah. Dallas does not take care of the ball. You just got to show them the way. Yep. Our yeah. path to victory is pretty simple. It's grounded out, ball control, secure offense. And that means we're not leaning on Kyle on, – on I almost said Kyle Allen. We're not leaning on Alex Smith to win us the game. 
Hey Rod, real quick, let's um we skipped I forgot to bring this up during the um the matchup piece, but um injury report here real quick. If you don't mind, let me let me Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Quick. Thank you. Thank you. Um so Wednesday, Wednesday is going to be equivalent to a Friday for a normal week, so the Wednesday status. Dustin Dustin Hopkins did not play. He hasn't played all week. He's questionable. Right groin. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard anything about the other kicker. So we'll see. Uh, Ryan Anderson to Sager Everett are out. They didn't play. Um, Antonio Gibson, full practice. Danny Johnson, full practice. Dontrell Inman, full practice. So he'll be back. Cornelius Lucas, limited. So he's questionable. And Jared Norris is out. And for the Cowboys, this is the other thing we have to remember is they're pretty healthy. They're, they're healthier than where they were than where they were when we played them. And right now they have nobody outside of Dak. Like, scheduled to be out for the game so they had some people um, they had ham they had ezekiel elliott with some hamstring injuries he full practice all week uh brandon thomas joe knight full practice all week uh their kicker limited blake bell tight end uh full and anthony brown's a cornerback he was limited but he's questionable unless i'm missing something that's that's what i got phil well here's a couple of contributors are going are are, are their current status out Okay. Um, of course, Tyron Smith is out. Yep. Um, Tristan Hill, defensive tackle, averages uh, 42 snaps in five games played this season, which means he's a significant contributor. He's out. Um, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback, averages 65 snaps a game. He's played every, almost every game of the season. He's out. Um, you know, so you, you do have some key guys there who play a significant amount of time. They're out or have been out. Obviously, Dak and Tyron Smith have been out. Um, their Is punter, he, they, they have a new punter, I think, coming in. Yeah, Diggs yeah, is even listed like on this report. That's good, though. He's a rookie. No, Chris Jones, he's Chris Jones played eight games this season. He's out. Yeah. Diggs so, is a guy I mean, who, just, who gives up. It, um, it seems like there's some contributors here who are just, they're just not going to play. That's why they're not listed on the report. Okay. They're already listed, listed as out. All right. Julie Donaldson, update the website. Watch this is from team. the lines.com posted uh, seven hours. Okay. Ago. I'm looking on the Washington football team.com forward slash team forward slash injury report. Yeah. Fix your shit team. Um, Dig yeah, being got, out. They only got six on the Cowboys. Uh, I'm looking at the, the official Dallas uh, injury report as well. They only have six yeah. players as well. So, well, some of the guys I named, I think are already on IR. Oh yeah. I mean, Smith, I knew Smith was, I didn't know about Diggs. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, who, by the way, we abused the shit out of Trayvon Diggs last time. He he's was, had some know. bright. He's had some bright spots though. He's like a home run guy, and he when he messes up, man, he messes up big. He's like Jimmy Moreland with bigger with bigger fuck ups. Yeah. Still so. want Moreland to get in the game. We talked about that last yeah. pod. That's weird. He, he was in the last game. He just he you didn't hear from him, and that that was kind of a good thing. It was because he was just holding his man down yeah they didn't throw towards him steve what were you gonna say earlier too man no, I, was, kinda... I was just i was just talking about Diggs. you know i i said it he's he's a he's a young guy he's he's a home run hitter right he either messes up big or he'll make a play he's had some pretty good not against us but he's had some he's flashes up and down um so we'll see i mean him being out is obviously a good thing if he's out so just, just a uh, just a heads up, by the way, Moreland last week. Listen to this, Rod. He had half a sack, right? Mm-hmm. He did start the game. He played fifty four snaps, and uh, he also had two quarterback hits. 
okay. to his name. So there, which is nice because that shows that Del Rio is kind of, you know, he's getting a little more exotic with the blitzes because he's sending guys like Moreland in there and mm-hmm. Cam Curl we've seen. So those are those little things that I think are going are making are going to make our defense just a little bit better. It's going to make our defensive line. It's going to take some of the pressure off of them in the pass game if we start sending somebody besides just the same four guys. No, with, without a doubt, man. We definitely have to mix it up and keep teams guessing. So uh, you you like to see that, you know, reserve players coming in the game and and still get in the backfield and make a play. That's that's always huge uh, to see. Uh, question for you guys before we kind of roll on to score predictions. Thomas Davis, do you guys want to see him on the field next week or tomorrow rather? Um, if you scheme him right, I don't want him out in open field. I mean, I, I don't know how many plays he was on the field, you know, what his percentage of snaps was. I mean, he had one tackle last week, you know, and that's it. Um, Let me see what his snap count is. I'll be right back with you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know if he's – I saw him a couple times. I saw him I saw miss, him miss some plays. Take, I saw him take a really bad angle on Ryan Finley. He's yeah, 37, I mean, and I just turned 39, and he looked like me out there. Like, he I looked mean, like someone who was – past his prime. Yeah. He, he only played 19 snaps last game. <laughs> 19 yeah. snaps too many. But I mean if those guys need a break, I mean yeah. I, watched, I watched John Bosick almost completely take out Montez Sweat's ankles for missing taking a bad angle, missing a tackle. You guys yes. see that little video clip? I, oh, that's I did. scary. I didn't I didn't even know that happened until I watched that. Yep. Was it a Mark was it a Mark Bullock clip? I think it was. I think it was yep. as well. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, it's almost it's, folded him. It's crazy too because you have a three and seven squad. I, I keep dropping that, like you know, I'm freaking a rapper dropping uh dropping names or something like that. But you have players who are still trying to prove themselves for twenty twenty one and beyond, man. So, uh, yeah, you get those players in the game that aren't typically there, and you got a chance for uh, catastrophic injuries to occur. So, uh, yeah, hope, mm. hopefully nothing like that happens. Uh, knock on wood. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if Davis is going to come in and play. A, you know, a, a percentage of you know, a percentage of snaps just to give us, you know, to to spell somebody. Cool, fine. I, I think that that's that's perfectly fine. You don't want to lean on him. It was weird. There was there was a there was a stretch. There were it was like four or five consecutive plays where Sweat and Young weren't on the field. Yeah, it's and weird. You're like, man. what the hell is going on? Like, I, you have to spell one of those guys at a time, but like both of them. It's and like, I hate I hate when Chase Young is on the sideline on a third down. I'm like, what? Yes. What? 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 Yeah. Show and me Ryan the tape Kerrigan and Montez Taylor. Is in. Yeah. Show me unless the tape there's some, unless it's some kind of a scheme thing. Could you unless, imagine unless, having all those dudes in though? Ryan, Montez, and I don't know if I've seen that yet. Have we? Have we seen no, that yet? No. Although no, you really because that's a hard. You're you're running. You're gonna be running basically. Where are you gonna put the fifth one? Where are you gonna put the third defensive end? Even if you put Kerrigan and Sweat on the same side and Chase on the other, 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 can you can you imagine that? Like if if they just go exotic one play and say, hey, we're gonna have one less defensive tackle. Try. Or we're just gonna have like two outside linebackers instead. You're gonna run like you're gonna run like a four three, but you're gonna have like a wide nine. Wide you're nine. Like keep one linebacker in to spy the quarterback up the middle. I mean, you might have it covered. I don't know. I would try it. You're three and seven. Try it, Jack. Let's go for it, man. <laughs> are you are you watching us? Are you hey, listening? Come on, man. That, that that formation is somewhere in the playbook. It just has not had an opportunity to come up. I guarantee you it's somewhere. Bring it Spe- out. Speaking of linebackers and Thomas Davis and Jeff Bostic, I want to freaking see the Cole Holcomb we saw 
the last Dallas game. Do you? I still will not remember when he will not forget when he blew up Ezekiel Elliott on pass. Yeah, that was. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. Like he laid him out. Yeah, he he made Zeke look like Pollard or something like that. Yes. Yeah, he He, looked like a small. Now he he did he did a better job in the Cincinnati game. Like since he, it was their receivers beating us. It wasn't tight ends. It you know he was he was he, he did a pretty good job on that. Um, sometimes there's some guys, if you don't hear their name, it's a bad thing. And some guys, the way they play, if you don't hear their name, it's a good thing. Yeah. Holcomb was dropping in the pass pro a lot in the Cincinnati game and he wasn't getting beat on anything. You know, he was, he was kind of holding it, holding it over the middle. And you notice that Cincinnati was going outside a lot on a lot of their pass plays. You know, they were, they were kind of avoiding the middle. So that tells me, you know, Holcomb may have been doing his job. Yep. Good. Score predictions. How are you guys feeling? I th- we'll, we'll, we'll give a uh, dev. So dev dialed in. Uh, yep. He's saying that the Washington football team is going to win. And he didn't they- say the football team was going to win. Oh, he said the Washington Red Wolves. He said the Red the Wolves. I know, Dev. That's Dev being Dev. I know he's that's he's our <laughs> resident weirdo. Um, but yeah, he's saying that the Washington Red Wolves are going to win tomorrow's game, twenty-five to seventeen. Um, so I'll- congrats to uh, the local <laughs> AYSO team that's going to score twenty-five goals apparently in their <laughs> U10 soccer match. Hey, I'll take Red Wolves over football team any day because we are. Uh, not playing, yeah, me we too. We ain't playing but... like a football team. That's that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll jump in. Um, I say Dallas wins at home. Um, I'll give them thirty-one to ten. I think they skunk Oof. us. Yes. Okay. You know what though? Hey, being negative, Rod gets us win. So maybe it's forty-one to ten. Like eventually, I'm going to be right. Betting, one, hedge one betting game. is a, hedge betting is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But with that prediction, um, hedge betting. I think it, Rod over there. Yeah, I I think it could be the inverse if uh, Alex Smith toes, throws for more than two fifty uh, in three touchdowns, um, and I think we can kind of flip that score. So that's that's my hedge bet. 30, 31 to ten. Um, but if Alex goes over 250 and three touchdowns, just flip it and we'll win 31 to 10 with the Washington. If football it's team. 31 to 10, that means JD McKissick is getting 75% of the snaps. And that's just going to drive people bonkers. I can't wait. Well, not necessarily. If, if, yeah, if it's 31 to 10, Dallas for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If we're the, if we're the, uh, the better end of that, yeah, then uh, Gibson will be getting the, the brunt of those oh, yeah. two and snaps. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Steve, how you feeling, man? What What are your predictions for tomorrow? I'm also going to be a naysayer. I'm I love going, it. I'm I love going it. Twenty to seventeen, Dallas. That's I love it. I'm, that's that's what I'm going. <laughs> Viewers are going to start dropping. Like, screw these guys. They're so negative. I just it's just what it's I think. We talked about that last. It's being part. realistic. At, at the end of the day, it's, honestly, it's, it's being, being realistic, realistic, man. Yeah, it's it is. I mean, yeah. I ain't Phil. worried about it. Phil, how you feeling, brother? I'm bouncing between one or the other here. Um, I'm going to say, fuck it. Somebody needs to be, be the positive one here. Someone needs to balance out the negativity. I have the same score in mind going either way. 20 to 16 Washington football team. 
It's going right. to be a low scoring, grinded out game. I, you know, it, we're just, it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott versus Antonio Gibson. That's what this game's going to come down to. And whoever can do more off of that. And I think we can do a little bit more because it's a matter of their defense versus our defense. And their defense has a glaring weakness against the run. And I think we can do something off of that. Yep. I, for me, it's almost like a red alert game, too, for Ron Rivera. It's a short week. It's a divisional foe. What are you going to do? It's for first place. Yeah. I, I mean, you're you're the reason that we're we're in this predicament. Predicament being that we're not really trying to build the most important position for the future. We're trying to win now. Um, I mean, so we're yeah. one hit, one hit away, though. one we, we, hit we, away from 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 seeing it happen. So. Blowing it all up. I mean, Allen's done. For no, me. no, no. We're one hit away from just replacing the quarterback. We're one. I hit still away say from... we're going. We, we here's the thing. Alex Smith gets hurt in this game. Dwayne comes in. I don't. I don't think the mo changes. This is my reaction if Dwayne comes in tomorrow. <laughs> no, you what? guys can't see this in listener land, but they know what I'm doing. Holy fuck! Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was going back and put forth. This me- way, put it this way, guys. If 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 Alex gets hurt and Dwayne comes into the game, Rod is going to have a three foot erection with a turkey leg on the end of it. <laughs> hey man, like me and Ellie were going back and forth with some dude on Twitter, and he's like, he's just calling us like all, you know, the, the typical personal attacks and instead of the, the, you know debating the topic hey it's just you're just going at me um and, and i don't care i i keep saying this like i legitimately don't care i just want to build for the future man like i don't want to start 2021 in the same predicament we were in 2020 saying oh you know Dwayne's on the roster or we drafted some dude is this guy going to be our future and then you, you run with alex for six games or something then you kind of pass along to someone else um i really don't want that to happen i just kind of want to build for the future now um and i just i just think that we're we're not doing that but i always say that and it's probably turning people off and i don't want to do that but um it's just um it's not only me i think there's many folks who feel that way go ahead phil can i give people an optimistic spin on on things yeah okay because i was thinking about this Let's say we go on a little on, on a bit of a heater here. Let's say we finish season seven and nine. We win the division. And the only question we really have is, is quarterback. I mean, we have some other questions, but the only only one glaring question. 2015, we won the division at nine seven. All right. We carried over into the following year. We started that season six three and one kind of collapsed at the end of the year, but part of that was because, you know, our defense was horrific on third downs. That's where Rod and I really started with the whole third and 12. The other team's about to convert, Yep. you know, was that season. We don't have that. And I, I really do think that the, found, you know, the, the best teams have a solid defensive foundation. I think we have much better chance of that in 2021 than we did going into 2016. Now, do we have questions on offense? Sure. But we do know that we have guys who can contribute and we have some guys who we think will contribute. You gotta remember, 
Cam Sims is starting to really come on. He's been looking good as a secondary piece. Kelvin Harmon will be back next season. And we liked him at the end of last year. We'll still have Terry. We'll have Antonio Gibson. And Lord knows who else we'll have. Our offensive line is looking better. It's looking more, a little more cohesive. So, as long as whatever we have in 2021 at quarterback is competent, whether it be Dwayne, whether it be Jameis Winston, whether it be Teddy Bridgewater, whether it be whoever, as long as it's competent, I think you've built a lot of other good things going into 2021, and you're building that off of a division win where you stole one that you did not, you were not supposed to compete for in the first place. Uh-huh. And I think those are the kinds of long-term momentum <clears throat> building blocks that we could create this season. Now, we still have six games to play, but if we can kind of roll into the playoffs with some momentum, yeah, well, a losing record, most likely, unless we go nine or six and zero the rest of the season. We're going to have a losing record at best 500. We're going, you know, and we could take the division. But you roll into the playoffs, anything can happen. Let's say we we finally found a way to run the ball consistently with Antonio Gibson. You know, Scott Turner got his head out of his ass. You steal, you steal one in the playoffs, suddenly you're in, you're in the divisional round. Suddenly you've had a pretty successful season. Lord knows we haven't even won a playoff game since 2005. Scott Turner. You saying his name? I'm I'm looking for a photo on my phone right now that I I took off of Twitter earlier to share with you guys. I th- I, it might be saved on my iPad, but uh... look, look, look! He ran the ball last week. <laughs> let's 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 take just a little bit of of heat off him. He ran the ball last week. We want to be nice and say, Scott, what what you did last week with running the ball? We want more of that this week. Yeah, it's it's a picture More of, like, of home, it. Picture of Homer Simpson with like a, a clipboard looking pretty stupid. Um, so yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share that. Still kept uh, passing on first down. I don't know if he gets off on that. Like he enjoys that little stat. We're the most, we're the number one passing offense on first down. We pass. Can we the be the most efficient else. offense on first down. That's what I want. I don't care how we do it, but if we're not doing it by passing the ball, try them running the ball again. Hopefully he's looking at the fact that we gashed the hell out of these guys and we're not a run team and we gashed them in a run game last time we played them. So I think that that would be my first point of attack is, well, let's do it again until they stop us. Yeah. Yep. And before we get off the scoring predictions, Hey, if, if um, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this before the game tomorrow, but I think the offer still stands for the free swag giveaway, the, yep. the Washington football team lanyard and the signed Redskins, Ryan Grant Jersey. Um, what we'll do tomorrow is create a post for scoring predictions and then um, lock it before game time. Yep. And that way we'll see since we're not going to do like a little pre, I don't think we're going to pregame tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get everyone's score predictions in there and we'll, We'll see who wins. If anyone can get that score locked in, we'll just keep pushing it to the right. Yep. It'll be fun, man. I, I like to give it away. Yeah. It's, it's been uh, – took it from Virginia, uh, got it, uh, just had never got a chance to get it framed. So uh, I might as well give it to someone who will put it up. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a signed jersey, you know. So, uh, you know, and, and obviously you're giving away one of your lanyards as well. And then the lanyards are dope as hell. Um, I hope it I actually took, win it one. It took two months to get – I ordered four. It took two months to get them. Yeah, they're 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 nice. I haven't bought any Washington football team gear because I just said I don't want to 
I know it could be a one and done and then, Hey, you got some, you know, unique perch of a uh, piece of uh, memorabilia, but I just didn't want to do that. Money, I'm, I'm... The more money people spend on WFT gear, the more likely <laughs> it is we keep the name WFT. I'm with you. Thus, I'm in the same boat as Rod. I have not bought any WFT gear. Nope. I have n- nothing. Now, there's a third person in this pod who's a culprit. I am guilty. I have a hat. I have a beanie. I have the salute to service beanie, salute to service shirt. Holy I have, hell. I have, I have. So you're no, the I, inside I threat. I am. You're well, the one Jason Wright's looking at. So let me tell you, my loving wife got me all this gear. I didn't ask for it. She just bought it. <laughs> the only thing I want every year, I try to get one salute to service thing every year just because it's, it's cool. Um, but she got me a beanie, a hat, and then two shirts, a regular maroon shirt, and then um, a black regular shirt. So, yeah, I, I, it's all up to her. So, um, yeah. Shout outs. Uh, I can I I have I have two other things real quick before yeah. we do shout outs. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's I want to hear what's on the menu for Thanksgiving for everybody. And I'll I'll start with the two folks who aren't here, uh Dev and Ellie. So so Ellie's doing roast beef potatoes, broccoli, casserole, greens, turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. I asked Ellie, he just sends me a video, or I asked uh Dev, he just sends me a video of him frying a turkey, so he's having fried turkey. Uh Phil, you said you're having ham. Is that correct? Yeah, we postponed Thanksgiving, so no turkey. So my dad, okay. got, my dad's got a ham that we're gonna we're gonna roast and uh, and and do something. I don't know what he's gonna do with it. He's cooking this meal, but okay, you know his house is as formally COVID infected as is mine. So, <laughs> how's your mom doing? Real quick before is, is she? Um, she is. She's still in ICU, but I actually did talk to her today. Um, Good. Okay. Texted back and forth. Her oxygen levels are back up near a hundred. Um, some good. other things that they thought were a little dicey. They're just monitoring at this point, but. I mean, she's able to sit up in a chair again for a little bit. And they, they're actually, they have her on much smaller oxygen apparatus and they're actually able to take it off periodically. Awesome, um, man. You know, she says she about walked through the door twice. Okay. Um, that, that was her way of putting it. I, you know, and I don't know if that was just hallucinations from being sick and being under all medicine and everything or, or what. All depends on what you believe. Um, but yeah, I can imagine if I was in her position, I probably would have you know similar visions, if nothing else. Um, but you know, she is doing better. She's she's stable. Probably gonna be about ten to fourteen days before she can come home. But that's because they got her on on treatments, and they're slow working treatments. And uh, you know, like I said, at least she's communicative. She called and talked to my dad for a little while, which is the first time she's made a phone call in a while too, several awesome. days. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it, it's looking a lot better than it was a couple of days ago. Good, good, good to hear, man. Yeah, man. Good, good to, to hear. hear. What about Looks you, Rod? Good. So what, what am I eating? All right. So, ladies and gentlemen in pod world, this is what Rod is going to be eating tomorrow. So if you don't know, COVID, I, I sucked at cooking. I, 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 I used to burn stuff on the grill all the time. Uh, my wife hated me. I, I would char hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken, steaks, doesn't matter. I would destroy it. This COVID outbreak, quarantine, all this other stuff, I needed a hobby other than video games. So uh, earlier this year, I went and picked up a Traeger uh, Easy Bake Oven, also known as a smoker. 
depending on which side people call them stick burners if they're using actual wood and people hate the pellets um for me i like the pellets it's easy i plug it in set that shit and i forget it it allows me to live life be a dad be a husband and not sit outside and tend to the fire i'm fine with it but anyways i am for the first time i'm brining a turkey right now um never done that before so i got a bucket liner seasonings all this other stuff um turkey sitting in some cold water in the fridge uh, gonna brine it for about 18 hours uh take it out i'll smoke that on the uh, traeger tomorrow and then the side fixings the wife's working on some collard greens sweet potato pie um yams baked macaroni and cheese um sweet rolls um hell banana pudding for dessert my birthday was yesterday so we still got some lemon cake that we've been munching on the past uh, 24 hours Probably nice. eat that tomorrow as well. So, uh, yeah, Thomas Household is going to be pretty pretty fun tomorrow. Um, we're all a- away from our family as well. We're in Kansas. Uh, family's in Connecticut for both both sides. So, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take advantage of FaceTime and, uh, you know, Facebook Messenger or whatever tomorrow to talk and, and chat with friends and loved ones. But, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got on the menu. So, I'm excited. So, I, I, good. I, talk, I want to talk about, man. Thank, thanks, yeah. thanks for asking, man. <laughs> yeah, I always want to know, man, because, you know, I'm a big foodie too. So, for me, we're this is the first Thanksgiving uh, we've ever had alone. Our first holiday because, you know, our, both of our families live in Northern Virginia. So, it's always a – circus getting to both you know how it goes but Mm -hmm. so we're going a little bit different i'm doing two small cornish game hens you know you've had cornish hens yeah yep i'm gonna do i if you follow youtube i I like these guys called the barbecue pit boys just a bunch of old old dudes who who cook and um, i'm doing it on my weber kettle i'm gonna do some hardwood just lump charcoal and i'm gonna put it in a um iron cast iron skillet with some potatoes stick of butter uh, a little bit of brown sugar, spices, rosemary, uh, some carrots, celery, onion, uh, red skin potatoes. You like that? Red skin potatoes. And then just let it go 350 for two hours and be done. And then uh, I'm going to do some smoked mac and cheese. And then my wife's going to do some. Um, yeah, so I'll put the smoked mac and cheese. I'll, I'll put that in the smoker on my Green Mountain, which is also a pellet grill. Or I don't know. I might put it on the kettle. We'll see. Throw some hickory on there or something. And then, um, then we'll do... Um, mashed potatoes stuffing and then um yeah that's it so we'll have a lot of food just for us five and three of those five are six four and two so mostly just a lot of food for me and my wife but yeah i just want to know i'll probably post some threads tomorrow i just want to see what everyone's cooking food's always a good thing to bring us all together so wow, for, for, and, for and, sure man see then, it's, it's a shame that we're, yeah, we're going to do that this year because honestly i have friends who just die of jealousy of when my whole family gets together my, I've yeah, seen your yeah. spreads in previous years, Phil. Yeah, they're you have. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I'm friends with you on Facebook. Yeah, they're they're pretty damn legit. So, yeah, you understand. You see, that's my dad, and it's funny because my dad is DC firefighter, so he's used to cooking for armies. Yeah. So like, we always, you know, so it's always uh, I come over, my son's there, my sister and her her now husband are there, is there, his kids there. Um, and so forth so there's always people you know it's never never a small meal it's always a big spread so you know if we don't get to do a postponed thanksgiving just means that christmas is going to be twice as awesome that's it that's what i told you the last pot too man if you guys can't get the get together for thanksgiving just have a great christmas meal and sometimes that's a little bit more special anyway so we're already planning on actually it's funny my sister um she my sister got married back in August, um, and that was a postponed wedding from earlier in the year. Thank you, COVID. Um, 
so and they bought a house so we're going to do christmas up at their new place which uh will be different i don't know about feeling about doing christmas in west virginia but be interesting <laughs> a bunch of cousins around i guess you know what they say about west virginia right no, I am not, she's my only family here in West Virginia. So uh, the the groom's co uh, cousins then. So it's uh, good for you then. Yeah, no relation. Not true. Yeah, I am a single man here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> nah, man, Steve. That that's a that's a good topic to bring up to close out the pod, man. So uh, yeah. is is definitely one that made me smile. And and Steve did ask while I was drinking, so you guys can't see but the, the other folks can see it's blurred out because i guess the cia blurs shit out so basil hayden's uh uh kentucky bourbon whiskey so nice. really like this stuff man uh, 1.75 liters i put actually i put a half a cup of this shit uh in the the turkey brine earlier today so that's what it called for um mm. some bourbon and the wife she tried this and she tried some um some jack daniels and she said let's put this inside so i really didn't want to this to me was expensive, fucking eighty dollars a bottle. Um, I don't buy eighty dollar bottles of liquor quite often, so. But I listen to. Yeah, I do it once in a while, though, man. Tell it's you. good. I think you I will to. keep doing this, though. Um, I've been sitting, I've been sipping on this during the pod on a couple minutes before on the rocks. Um, ran out of the rocks, so I've just been drinking it straight now. Um, neat, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's very smooth. You know, face isn't turning bitter or anything like that. So. Uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving tomorrow, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, addicts across the world. Um, thanks for listening with us. Thanks for being part of the uh, the show. Uh, part of the shout show. outs. Some shout outs. Yeah. So uh, shout outs to the addicts across the world. That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, uh, hey, enjoy your day tomorrow. Um, enjoy your day with family uh, and friends while you can. I know there's a couple of shutdowns and restrictions uh, going on again uh, worldwide. Um, so uh, safety is of the utmost importance. Um, do what you can, uh, do what you wish. Um, but just my wish to you is to be safe uh, while doing it. So uh, those are my shout outs for this pod. Uh, Steve. Yep. I'm only going to give one shout out. And this is to a collective group, the 2012 Washington Redskins for giving me the most memorable Thanksgiving football day in my lifetime. Just to recap, we beat the Dallas Cowboys 38-31. We had a 25-point lead at halftime. RG3 was 20 for 28, 311 yards and four touchdowns. If you don't remember that game, oh, my gosh. It was one of the most – I can't tell you how happy I was. that Getting goosebumps. I thought we had, yeah, man. I, like, I was like, man, we have arrived. Yes. Aldrick Robinson, Niles Paul, like Pierre Garçon caught that ball that was like kind of – Kanked behind him and just took off yes. and scored for a touchdown. I mean, that was that oh, was the second time that gosh. season he pulled that move too. Yes, because he did. We he did, he did it in the, yeah. yes, New in New Orleans. Yeah. Yep. See, we remember everything in 2012 like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out to RG3, Alfred Morris, Pierre Garcon, uh, Aldrick Robinson, Niles Paul, that whole 2012 crew, man. You guys, for all things right, wrong, and different, man. You guys made a lot of memories and this one i'll always hold that one uh near and dear to my heart even though dallas almost came back because our defense was so bloody awful um but, i know she didn't you know, shout out any defenders <laughs> 20, tw i think we had a 20 a 24 25 point lead that yeah game. we had a massive lead and Those, they just slowly but, they slowly got yeah. back into that game yep. yeah so shout out to that 2012 redskins for a great thanksgiving memory really appreciate that feel oh, yeah all right. Um, shout out to Dev and Ellie who couldn't be here tonight. Dev's working oh, yeah. that that twelve hour pre Thanksgiving shift, 
and Ellie is just uh, doing Ellie things. Uh, I know he has to get up at one thirty in the morning to run. Um, <laughs> he keeps backing the time up. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie well, has to wake up at eleven thirty p.m. Four. It was five thirty a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Ellie's getting up at eleven a.m. now. <laughs> eventually. Um, but a uh, shout out to those guys. Um. Shout out to since Steve brought him up. Shout out to Niles Paul, my favorite unsung hero of the Washington Redskins slash football team of the past decade. I love that dude. I love anybody who's willing to just to to he comes out of college as a wide receiver and kind of as a burner. Like they thought, oh, he's got really great straight line speed. And they turn him into a tight end and an H back and a fullback yeah. and a special teams gunner. Like anybody like that. That I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for guys like that because they they're the ones who extend their careers and they're the ones that you can kind of point out to your kids to say, look, see that guy? He's doing whatever he can to make this team and help this team. So you want you you like guys like that. Um, last but not least, shout out to my sister uh, who I mentioned earlier. We're going to visit her for Christmas. Uh, she just found out that she is pregnant six weeks. Ooh, hey. Congratulations. So this, she has, uh, uh, two stepchildren that she inherited with this, with her getting married. And now she's going to have one of her own. And, uh, so I get to be a, instead of a half uncle or step uncle, I am now officially going to be a full uncle. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. <laughs> Let's go. Got the same beard too, ladies and gentlemen. I, I love it. <laughs> and the same hairline. Hey, they're doing it. The reunion. The reunion. I, I have to watch on. that. Yes. It's yes, up. I it's up on yet. HBO Go. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I Shout have to watch to that the Fresh Prince cast. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Phil. So you won't be Stunkle Phil anymore then? Nope. <laughs> no Stunkle Phil. No Uncle. Uh, that that's cool, man. Now, congrats, congrats to your sister, her husband, you know, and, and her her budding family. That that's always good to hear. A little bit of positivity. So, uh, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I'm not sure when you guys are gonna hear this out in the podcast land. Our our hosting provider is down because Amazon Web Services are down. Um, so if I could get it published tonight, the 25th, I will. If not, I will publish this as early as I can Thanksgiving morning. Hopefully, you guys can hear this before the game. So, uh. That's been episode 37. It's a pleasure. Uh, like I said earlier, you guys have a great, safe, and happy Thanksgiving. And we'll uh, see you when we see you. Cheers. Hail. Peace. Peace. Eat that turkey, y'all. Oh. Gobble, gobble. <laughs>